Put, push a book on him and maybe he needs a book. I don't think this is a book. Maybe kind of he's thing. like a fish and he spent too much time out of the book and now he's dying. Die, you do your magic. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. That sounds like the best idea. Push the book on him. Push the book push on him. Push the book, This week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we're a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith. My name is Mark. I am the Dungeon Master, and I just had an amazing fish and chips. And for th- us, for uh, oh, really, uh, it's like you're trying to finish it. What? <laughs> I've just got here, and I just ate. And I've always seemed to put in. This is still says party rings and Fanta. But I didn't, I had a fish and chips. You're making me crave party rings and Fanta. We should (laughs) get a sponsorship. I've got Fanta in there. Wow. It's a winning combination, if I do say so myself. Also with us, as I'm sure you can hear from today's episode, we have Ian, who plays the dragonborn barbarian Drago. What up? We've got Darren, who plays the human fighter Rogue Robin. Holy filibust, Batman! Danny, who plays the human cleric Claude. Yay! Callum, who plays the known sorcerer, Folly Fizzleblank the Knight. Greeting. We also have Will, who plays blank blank, enter blank here. Hi. I'm Fuck gonna... you, Will. <laughs> Fuck you. You can die. Ooh. Can't believe you're back. Perfect. I love you. Or heal. And we also have Casey, who plays the blank blank, insert blank here. Hello. We're not just a sausage party anymore. We weren't. We had Tali all the time. Never were. No, we had Tali, but still, it's played by a sausage member. Sausage wielder. (laughs) Sausage wielder. (laughs) What did we do last week? Well, Ian, that's a funny thing you question ask make ask of me. Very nice words in. It's a good segue, I thought. Excellent. Last week on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were reeling, reeling from the impact of the burning remains of the tavern we found ourselves in. The party then spent a lot of time piecing together all these different elements that had taken place and had come to the conclusion that it was indeed Elthea that had set the fire, taken the bag of holding, and had then scarpered out of the city. We also met. Briefly, Robin ran into a worried Kelsan who was on horseback, leaving the city, moving southwards, southwards, south in a southern direction, who whose shop had burnt down along with the fire at the tavern and the fire in the south in Moonrock as well. The city seems to be ablaze. The group finally met up at the statue of King <coughs> Leopold II, and had decided that they were going to use a very very brief window of time to investigate a couple of questions they have regarding Elthea and what he was up to in the city before leaving and moving south. Drago was quite vocal with the fact that he was sure that if they followed the path to the Onyx Reaver, Elthea would be on a similar path and they would eventually cross paths, path, path, path at some point. And um, the revenge that the group so badly and so desperately want would be theirs. And that's where we find ourselves on the bleak darkness of the middle courtyard of Evershire we had just turned around and noticed, Tali had mentioned and noticed that Kelsan's cartographic wonders was now nothing more than a burning rubble and wreckage. And we find ourselves looking at this shop with questions to answer. What do we want to do? Drago, Claude, Folly, Tali and Robin. Folly, do you want to do your thing again? 
Well, I mean, on, uh, on, on, on Kelsen's shop. Yes. Uh, it did quite easily explain. It, did, it burned to the ground. No, I meant, do you want to go through the wreckage again? I can see that it's burnt to the ground. I, I, I can see if I As can limited see. as I am in the magic arts, I can see, I can see, I can see that this, something is, this has been burnt down. Do you want to go and see if there's anything there? Uh, very well, very well. Um, Folly is going to, to, again, not going to venture too far into this building. Uh, just kind of areas that he knows, areas that he saw before, just see if he can find anything. The, the, a, of volume. Uh, they might have been left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, just see if there's any kind of cause and effect okay, to where may have started it. Do you want to roll for investigation? Oh, I most certainly can. 22. 22. So as you're looking around, you know, after being in this shop, that most of the things that are worth value were paper. And as such, are all burnt to ash. And therefore, there's nothing really of value in this very, very, very long shop, you remember. Looking further down it, you do notice that it's partially collapsed. So right at the very far end where Kelsan had delivered to you the map of the realm, that whole area is kind of out of out of touch. You would also be able to pass back to the party information that there's no bodies that you can see in there, so you can assume that Kelsan, it wasn't there, possibly, from mm. that, as you, as you can't find any bodies. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> So he'll venture in a little bit, come back out, and just again relate to the party that's around. Well, there's no, um, bo- there's no bodies in there, so I'm assuming Kelsan got out um, safely. Um, but nothing of value. The, the cause is a little bit um, more mysterious. I, I do still believe it may have been intended, but the actual cause and effect of it, I'm not too sure. Robin, why would he? Why would he burn down Kelsan's shop? I don't know. Elphir is as much a mystery to me as he is to you. We have two leads to go off, which are Copper Kittle and the Magic Shot, which name has escaped me. And maybe for expediency we could split up and hit both shots at the same time. I would like to take Copper Kittle before I have the means. I, I will join you with that, okay. And then you if you want to take... Shot. Yeah. What about Tali? Tali, which way do you want to go? Uh, Claude, where are you going? I would like to hide. No, Claude, you're coming with me. Ah, I'm going with Draben. All right, then I'll go with Draben. His name's Drago. I know, I say it for fun now. All right, I thought so. Um, I'll go with you guys then. Fair enough. Shall we say we'll meet back at this statue, which is unharmed, when we're finished? I had this weird sensation of hitting that statue. I don't know what happened. You did? What? So onwards, you'll, I'll meet you, we'll meet you here. Agreed. So we're going to split up, party split, and we'll quickly um, tackle both those. Uh, we'll start off with the Grand and Centre, which I believe is the name of the shop, which had the moving kind of Rubik's Cube-esque building with a member of uh, the group in there. Oh, sure. Are you guys going, we'll go over there first. You pass your way through a number of the alleyways, which you've already tracked yourself. You, you seem to manage to make your way through this quite easily now, the third time you've gone through this part of the city. And entirely following behind you, make your way through some of the alleyways, which used to have people in it, if you remember. You, you walked past members of the Cold Rats, members of the, of, the, of the two factions. The streets are now empty. It's probably two or three o'clock in the morning, the rain's still coming down. As you approach the shop, you do see from within it a light still coming out from the shop. And just to reiterate, the shop is like a massive uh, mechanical Rubik's Cube. Of building of, of sections which move around the building stands stationary on for now st- set back on its own from the other buildings around it and looks very much like it's standing out 
in every single way possibly from it. But the entrance is open and there is a light on inside. The entrance is open? Yes. Okay, uh, so Drago will just stand near the entrance of the door. Um, hello? Anyone awake? Up in here? Oh yes, come on in please. I am always open 24 hours a day. You hear a voice. Is this the same shop that I was told about? Yes. Alright, cool. All right. It's very convenient that they don't close. Yeah, maybe it's one of those 24 hours or purpose or need shops. Well, we have some purposes and needs. Indeed we do. After you. Okay. Um, you two are weird. Just Tali following behind. Oh, well, after you. Thank you. I was about to say I should go before. Anyway, she walks in. As you walk in, you do see the same man stood behind the counter. He again gives you a rather shocked look to see you yet again. And he, as he seems to try and make out who you are again, if that makes sense. Drago, I'm not the one who's looking one. for me. Yeah. Right. We have come with some questions. Okay. Is it about the dragon I saw? No. Oh, right, okay. We travelled with a friend who was an elf. Yes. Do you remember He was him? the tall chap. Yes, I do remember him. Have you seen him since we left you as a group earlier? Uh, no. No, I saw him with you and then... Did you see him before seeing us? No, I saw the dragon before you, the dragonborn, and then... No, I don't think I'd seen him before then. Though he didn't look very standout-ish, so I don't know, I might have, but... Have you had any interactions with any elves in the last 24 hours? Where were you three hours ago? I was in bed. I woke up because I heard that the shops were on fire and I wanted to make sure that no one was going to light my glorious shop on fire. So I woke up and I'm manning it for one night only to make sure that no one lights it on fire. And can anyone witness this? Well, witness what? Me being here? Yes. You. You're witnessing me being here. Well, we're doing the crime thing, aren't we? Oh, right. Oh. That was a very silly question, though. <laughs> Where were your whereabouts at this time? Oh. Uh, you Danny and Claude shared a lack of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do a... Uh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you had any interaction with anyone with purple eyes in the last 24 hours? No. Well, I don't think there's anything I, to yeah, be learned I here. I think we've found out everything we can. Basically... Uh, well, we don't have to reveal everything. Fair enough. Tar- Thank you for your time. Charlie, is there anything we've forgotten to ask? Uh, no. I didn't think we'd know much anything anyway. Elfie used to hide a lot. I don't think he'd let anything out to you. No offence. No, none taken. So, well, not really. I hope nothing bad becomes of your shop. Thank you very much. Let me... Bless this shop so that it may stay unburnt. Oh, thank you. And I'll Hardest. cast guidance on him. Oh, ooh. thank you very much. I feel lighter. Uh, it's diff- very difficult to burn a metal shop, though, so uh, good luck. Uh, still be careful. These are hard times, but as it seems. Indeed. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. Have a good morning, night. Bye. Goodbye. What time is it? It's roughly around 3.36pm, a.m. Roughly. roughly. Very roughly. roughly. Three, 3.36. Yes, I've made a contraption, which happens to tell me precise times. I'm working on it. It's one of my newest inventions, actually. But uh, I like the sound of that. Well, maybe you can buy it. I have 80 silver. Oh, yeah, the bag of holding's gone. Enjoy yourself. Take care. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Goodbye. Good welcome. You're, well- you're welcome back to Grand and Centre anytime. You Remember what I said as I'm at the door about... Any dragonborns? 
We'll do a Drago. We'll do. And he, and he goes back into the shop. Anything else you guys want to do whilst you're just outside the shop? No, mm-hmm. I think book it straight to the just back to the map. So there's yeah. no information there. Okie dokie. So we hop over with the others to Folly and Robin, where you're heading over to the Hammer and Breastplate to find D mm-hmm. Copper Kettle. Um, as you approach, which is actually much closer than where the shop was, as you just walk across to the south area of the square, to the front of the Moonrock moon rock Quarter, there is the shop there, and you see the entrance that you would have gone in. Uh, the doors are locked, no one seems to be up, and there's no light in the window. What would you like to do? I'm going to walk straight over to the door and knock on it and say, Copper Kettle, need a word with you. There's no response. What do you think, Folly? What are you waiting for? Bring it down. Well, I don't need to break it down when I can suddenly pick the lock and I'll bring up my feet so Okay, I'm slide. Going to put the lock. Slides of hand then, yeah, give me a roll, please. 24. You're the 9 out of 24. Plus 13, slight hand. Animal. Rogies. Rogi, rogies. You animal, yep. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple lock and you manage to click it open and the door. Ah swings open and the shop is as you remember it with piles and piles of bits of trinkets and things and doodads around of bits of metal worn out ores hammers tools things like that around the edges of the shop you also notice the area off to the right where if you remember right at the beginning when you first came to Evershire you were all kind of located and Elthea went through the door mm-hmm. you guys were all around the back with the cart mm-hmm. and you shouted through the window as you look around it's empty no one seems to be there from your current position well, this has all the makings of a rather disappointing and fruitful trip. Mm. Uh, well, why don't you go check through there? I'll, I'll see if there's any other uh, doors or stairs that might be hidden uh, on this side. Okay, I'll go into the main armory and start checking for anything. As I do that, though, I'm also going to investigate for any silvered arrowheads or arrows as well. Okay, give me a roll for investigation, please. And Folly, do you want to do the same if you're looking for any... In, uh, additional. Basically, I'm looking for anything that might have value or information that's worth, so any kind of trinkets or whatnot that I might be able to. Okay. Robin, what did you so get? Traces of outfit or arrowheads, I've got a 21. 21, okay, lovely. And Folly? I've got a natural one. Oh no. That's You've been table. doing so well, though. I think the past eight rolls have been <laughs> above 20, <laughs> really so good, it's yeah. about time. It is about time. Robin, as you make your way through the armory, you do notice a collection of seven silvered arrowheads you see on the corner there's some iron ones as there, there as well but you do notice there are some silver ones which seem to have a layer of dust which makes them blend in mm-hmm. but you're very keen your very keen eye you can locate those and swipe them if you want to i take out of my own stash seeing as the 600 gold in the bag of holding is missing oh. i take out of my own stash uh silver arrowheads i'll take out 20 gold pieces and I will pop that on the table and I will just gather up all those arrowheads. Okay. And you also notice within, as you're walking through the armory and walking through, following unfortunately you don't really see much. I probably stumble in the darkness. You're really certain actually, you're really certain that there is a secret hallway somewhere that you just for the life of you cannot find it. And I like using natural ones to to plant incorrect (laughs) seeds, it's quite fun. You. Robin, whilst on your search through, go to the kind of latch, the hatchway, where you saw the copper kettle when you first visited, and you see nailed onto the side a small note. As the winds whip up round Evershire and the rain starts to pummel down. Uh, upon reading this note, you read very clearly what it says on it. It's not hidden any kind of mm-hmm. anything in particular. It just says, D, left this place, 
You should too. K. And that's a note that seems to have been nailed onto the outside of their house, of, of the hammer and breastplate on the kind of service entrance <coughs> to the armory. Does it look like hammer that belongs to Kelson? Could you give me a investigation? 21. Yes. You notice particular curvature, the, the way it's written. You know the map to an extent, and you've seen some of the scrolls in his mm -hmm. own shop match that. It's a very specific type mm -hmm. of cartographic mm -hmm. writing, and uh, they both share that. Though this one seems much more rushed, blotchy, and much quicker. Um, you do see similarities between the two. Yeah. You found anything, Folly? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing. I die. It's all a bit odd, in all fairness. I, I swear I'm missing something, but I just can't quite put my finger on it. I don't think there's anything here. Fair enough. We should find the others. Despite paying for it, I have technically broken an entry and stolen some arrowheads, which probably won't go down well. So we should probably leave. Agreed. If we, if just um, as an idea, if we've broken and entered, then why are you paying at all? Just as I'm having this conversation with him, Folly's just mumbling to himself in mage hand. We're just slowly <laughs> going through this open door into the other room. Just grabbing as many gold pieces as what he actually can and I'll just slowly mage hand. <laughs> and the coins fall, fall onto the floor. We're not about to stoop to levels of others, Folly. It's called taking an advantage, Robin. Considering what we've just lost, I think we need to take every advantage we can. I belong to a deep moral code, which is we only steal from those who deserve it. I don't believe Copper Kettle deserves it. He's gone, and I have no code. So who's a gold for? I'm going to walk out the door, and if you take the gold with you... I, I, I guess I can't stop you. Okay, then he's just going to casually, jollily walk into the next room and grab the gold, <laughs> chuck it in the back, and follow Robin out the door. <laughs> Loot the rest of the room. <laughs> you know. So tempted just to leave a note saying, "Took your arrowhead, love Elfie." <laughs> 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 that would be very good. Lovely. So we leave Copper Kettle's shop. I lock the door behind me. Sorry. <laughs> like, like, I've got some morals. I'm going to let my friend steal, but I will lock him after myself. Brilliant. And you notice across the the whole the hallway across the square in the centre. You do see the other three figures of your party standing there, not not looking particularly pleased or like in any kind of rush, just kind of quietly murmuring and talking to themselves, waiting for your arrival as you walk over. Any information? Nothing. You? Nothing on our end. Uh, he was very much the ghost we all thought he would be. Does if everyone... Beg your pardon, does anyone have anything about Elphir? Did he say anything to anyone over the last few days? I'm afraid nothing to me. No, I've got nothing apart from his usual, usual elven self coming up with sayings and expressions that make him sound clever, apart from that. I think our best bet is to stick with our original plan. Carry on, try and fight the blight and see if he crops up along the way. Agreed. We have a, we have a next heading anyway, if everyone's ready. I think we've uh, done enough to this town for one day. Perhaps we should just hit the road. I would like it if the next time we went into a city or town in my kingdom, we didn't set things on fire. No promises, but I agree. Because, Folly, you've done that in two places now. Yes. No more here. Do it in Dralak. I will encourage you when we get to Dralak, if we ever go there, I hope not, 
Just burn it to the ground. <laughs> Talk with me when we get there. I'll right. see what I can do. Um, that will be lovely. Shall we make haste? Who has the map? Where are we going? As opposed to wandering aimlessly, just quickly. Who oh, has... I know the way to Blackmouth. Yeah, we're, we're going there. I've got the map, but it's raining at the moment. It's... If we just make our way to Blackmouth. To Blackmouth. We should find somewhere we're safe to rest. We need to make sure we do that. Agreed. I'd like to leave places where there are people now. Claude, can you Let's lead go. the way? Yeah. Which Robin. way is west? <laughs> Brilliant. It's raining and I can't Collie, see. do you want to lead the way? I assume you know where Blackmouth is. I, 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 I've never been there, but I, I know... I just need to know which way is how, west. How about I get us to the west gate, and then you lead us from there? I didn't even know there was a west gate. I've only gone north and south through this city before. Is there anything else you want to do to this statue while we're here? No, why? Has someone been defacing it again? No, I just know you and how much you love it. Does it look like it's unpolished, or there's any blemishes in it? It hasn't since you last bit, literally by hand, cleaned it. No, there hasn't been any addition. Suspicious why that question was asked. I'm going to do an investigation to see if I know if my spell has been interrupted. Okay, what do you need for this? I don't know. I can't. Well, you tell me. I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, the spell says investigation to know it's there. Yeah. But if I'm the one that sets it, that's your call. Uh, you, you can tell because you know exactly where the glyph would have been. You look at it and there is no glyph anymore. Oh. You okay? Yeah. Good. And I'm going to look around at everyone. Shall we? One moment, please. Right. And then I'm going to touch the statue again and do the same thing. And then I'm just going to be very confused. <laughs> okay, Robin Westgate. Let's let's go. I suggest we move through the city stealthily. We can we can put haste down. It's not my strong suit. I've never been I'm mine. I'm truly wearing my strong suit. It makes a lot of noise. <laughs> Very good. Let's go as quickly as we can then. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so make <laughs> clank, clank, yeah. clank, clank, clank. So you make your way quickly across Evershire to the West Gate, and as you pull yourself out of the West Gate, there is a guard on the door, which Claude you would nod to, and he nods at you as you leave. You quickly bank yourself round into the south as you head down the southern road. Just as we were passing that post, uh, I would say to the guardsman, what was the name of the person who runs the ground and centre? I'm not saying that, I'm saying that to Mark, sorry. I know, and that was Mark struggling to remember. You never got his name. Okay, you send someone to the ground and centre, they will be able to give a description of the appearance of the fugitive we seek. Oh, okay. Your Comrade Delos knows of this information. Oh, yeah, Delos, yeah, okay. I'll, um, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll walk off. We never knew his name because his name is Godfrey Hornsby, and I feel like that would have been uh, an amazing name. Godfrey. Yeah. That was his name. Okay, so we head out of the city uh, in the dead of night with the rain coming down. We're making speed here. We're kind of moving with haste. Is that right? Yeah, but I would say at this point, Nira would be falling and she would come down and I would whisper something to her in Elvish, which is, be our eyes, keep watch over us. And I would send her off to fly ahead of us while she's still in range to be in telepathic link with me. Gotcha. But to act as a scout, effectively, just to keep the way clear. Yeah. Claude, where are we going? Well, as long as this is west, we're going west. And then there's... No, um, actually, called and Tony pipes up. I remember looking at the map. 
Don't we have to go south? Well, it's gonna go west and then south. Just have a look at this mini-map I've... We might want to go east and south. Just south. I think it's just a long road south. South and then west, not west and then south. That's, that's, it's just because I remembered the map from when we yeah. looked at it in the shop. But the way I went would have taken us through the mountains a bit. Tarly, if you remember the map, I don't suppose you could take point. Okay. Oh, responsibility. Fantastic. I'll either thrive or fail. One of the two. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, okay. We believe in you. Tarly, I'm sorry. For... Oh, thinking that... So you had something to do with the suspicions about our travelling party? Oh well, you know, it doesn't matter, it's... Well, what's in the past is in the past, let's just... Let's get out of here, I don't think they particularly like us at the moment, so let's just... Let's move on and we can... we'll deal with that later. Okay. As the party's moving on, and uh, Tally's taking point, and Claude's saying, Oh, sorry th for thinking, blah blah blah. Um, I just want to hang back with Robin a little bit, just kind of give his eyes and just... A little nod as if to say, yeah, just stay back a bit. How are you doing? <sighs> as we're walking, that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Not well. How are you doing? I'm okay. I've, I've got more, more pressing things going on my, in my head. This is more just a check-in with you. I fell for this once before. Driving. Almost all you fell for. Elthea there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it, I fell for this, I was like, oh god. Um, he knew that and he played me. He sowed suspicions that it was you, that it was someone else. All the while, it was him. And the book told me this before Shadar died. He could have turned on us before Shadar. I think that's up for discussion and we'll talk about it more in depth but I need you to have a clear head just for what's upcoming you're gonna be okay I'll do my best we're here if you need need us but right now yeah we need the clear headed sensible Robin to help lead us through this and Try not to let Elthea win in your mind. Robin would start to walk ahead and then he would stop and he goes, he was wrong about you, you know. You're, um... You've changed and you're, uh... You're a good man, Drago. Well, I'm not sure if uh, I can ever be called a good man. But I've been called many things and people think different things about me. Good and bad. I'd say both are right and I act accordingly. What's with the bird, by the way? Oh, yes, that. Um, in the midst of all this, I've uh, been doing some reading. Talia let me look at her book and... Um, Only once. She you hear her stand from the front. And, uh, this is part of a louder conversation now. So something more involved in the group. Something's working that wasn't working before. It, it's limited right now, but... Um, I can cast some spells. That's pretty impressive. I am. Um, you get a bird for this. I started doing this thinking I would need it to track down Belcrax, to think like the way that he fought. And, well, now I'm using it to hunt someone else. And I 
We should go out of the rain. Ooh. We need to get some rest. Has it got a name? What? The person I'm hunting or the bird? Your bird. Oh, I assume you're um, hunting out there, I think. Um, Nura. It was the... Uh, my mother used to be able to cast a similar spell and she called... She called her bird Nura, so... I don't know if it's the same one, but... Brings me comfort and that's... Belief is powerful. I agree we should uh, hunt out for a dry bit of land, maybe under a tree. Uh, I'll um, see if I can find assistance with this, and I'll just close my eyes for a second. What are you doing? And Robin's gone. Um, Robin, bird. Robin, Robin, I'm in the bird. Robin. And I'm just doing a scout of the scout of the terrain. Robin, to see if I can find anywhere to camp. Robin, it's covered. What's wrong with Robin? He's he. Uh, you stopped walking as well. So yeah, literally when you come sign familiar, you lose all your senses. So you just you just stop. We're walking and you just. Yeah, Folly would have probably seen something like this before. You just seen fine familiar before. Um, Claude, Folly. Maybe get get the book. Put push a book on him, and maybe he needs a book. I don't think this is a book. Maybe he's like a fish. He spent too much time out the book, and now he's dying. You do your magic. What's going on? I don't know, that sounds like the best idea. Push the book on him, push the book Put on him! Put the book, Drago! You have this book! Claude's scaring me, I'm, just give him the book! I can't feel a thing, so they're pushing the book on me right I'm not pushing no book on give him. Us, give us the and book. they grab Robin, like, round the ankle, and I'm gonna drag him towards Drago. Time book! Quick! You're very strong, but I just think he's communicating of some sort. We don't need to book him. Ah, I'm going to get my colouring book out of my bag. Tiley's grab, try, try, Tiley tries to grab the, this book that's in your satchel. I'm shoving my, my colouring book against his foot and nothing's happening. Tiley pulls the book out, because Drago isn't stopping, and, no. and he's just going to hit Robin over there with a oh, with the book. That's not Open good. the pages! Oh, mate, of course! Opens the book up to a page. There's nothing there! Put his face on it! Oh, pushes the book open. And if she's dealt damage to me, she can break concentration and I'll come back. No, I mean, she's not a bit hard. Yeah. It's just kind of like yeah. trying to make contact. Oh. Yeah. You've got a book in your face. So, Robin, you quickly see out and you, 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 you're you stood up having a very nice, eloquent, you know, nice conversation with Drago. You quickly walk out to look around. Uh, you look off into the distance and you do see a collection of trees on this path on the road, which is a very long straight road. You know, it also comes to a meeting point, a fork in the road, which you want to take the right fork for. You know that to continue south. And then flying even higher and further off, you can see that the road does fork yet again further down. But you're talking probably a day and a half's worth of travel away. But you can see a place where you would be able to hide. There's a small alcove of the forest as you pass in probably about two or three hours time which you could stop by for a, for a rest. Just so you're aware for future housekeeping, um, whenever I try to do any side checks through the hawk I get advantage, but it does not have dark vision, so that would cancel each other out while I was doing it in yeah. dark. So, yes, it would be a regular um, check. I'd say yeah. you've got enough time and mm-hmm. you've done, done it a few times before so you're more proficient in it, I'd say, so that's what you should sure. have seen. Okay. There's nothing to procure your vision or stop your vision really. As you come back round, you suddenly oof, you see blackness. You see nothing, and you feel something pressing down on your face. You feel something squeezing at your ankle. Right back in the book. <laughs> it worked! Robin? Can the book be removed from my face? It worked! The book moves away and you see a very happy, elated Tali and a very, a very, a very happy Claude standing over you with a confused I've told you I needed a book, Jibbo. I um, probably should explain. I have a telepathic connection with, with the book. With, with maybe I don't know, but, but definitely with Nura, who is the hawk that you've seen. Did she come out the book? She came out of. Oh, hold on. And I'll snap my fingers, 
sent Nira into the pocket plane and then snap because she's in range and then snap my fingers back and she appeared on my shoulder. Oh. She's a tiny bird. So in future, when we're having a conversation and all of a sudden you just stop, you're in your bird. <laughs> you're, you've, been, you've been waiting to say that, haven't you? That you thought about it in your head, you thought, I can say this. That was your no, that, that, that was just... That just came out. I didn't expect that. No, 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 bird. So in future, when we're having a conversation and you just snap, you're in your animal. Worse, I think that's worse. Yeah. That's worse. So it's a bit rude, though. You should like warn people. Where are your manners? If I'm aware that context is key. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's not the future. I'm new to this. I'm just uh, getting used to how things work. Either way, there are some trees to the south that look well covered. We can probably make them within a matter of minutes, twenty minutes. Okay. About hours. Come on. We could probably make them in a couple of hours. We could find refuge there. Do you need any more time in your book to regain your life force? I think I'm okay, Lord, but... I don't think he actually has a life force in the book. Take the book, and Tyler's gonna hang. I don't believe that we I'm have... Sorry, I don't... I thought the book that I went into, Drago, has... Yeah, she's taken it from her side and, and has handed oh, okay. it back to you now. Do you want Just it back? In... No, I mean, I have little to... Nothing to do with that book. I thought it was important because you came out of it, but really, it's, you, it's yours, you can have it. It's his house. It's not his house. Well, I'm not keen to open it again, just in case it has become my house, and, uh, Folly, yes. I'm afraid that in lieu of losing the bag of holding, you're now in responsible for our inventory, so... And Folly reaches his hand out, takes his book, browsing the heavier than what he thought, investigates for a little, just chucks it in the rucksack. <laughs> also, one more thing. You can talk to people without talking to people. You, it's limited, you have to be within a certain range, I uh, have to know where you are, and yes, I can talk over distance. You say I've changed. You've changed a bit yourself. I think it's well, fair to say Erif is getting the better of all of you. Is that a nice phrase? I don't think Either so. Either way, we're getting quite wet here. I think the trees to the south are our best bet for the evening. I, I think so too. Lead the way. And for expediency, we will go through the motions of the next day and a half which will involve, that's how long it will take you to get to our next kind of major thing that's going to happen. Can I just describe something I would have done on like a watch? Yeah, let me get the <laughs> bit going and then we'll, we can. So we stop by on the trees, is this quiet, restful time where nothing of note really happens. This road has been worn well before and you do see on a corner further down where the road splits a sign for somewhere called High Haven which is to the east but you're not taking that route you're heading south to the sign that is noted for gold view you find some trees and you stop by for the night and musings and conversations can take place but mainly this is a time for rest before the sun rises and your journey continues to the south uh, Robin you mentioned you wanted to do uh, during one of the rests I would have taken out some of my regular arrows snapped the head off Got the silver arrow head and cast mending on it and just make myself away the new silver arrow. So how, however many silver arrow heads you stole and then left mm -hmm. money for, well, mm -hmm. stole because the money was taken. I took them all, so how many was there? I can't remember, what did I say, seven? I, I think you didn't specify them now. Let's say seven, I've just already said seven. seven. So okay. you say seven. Cool. So you now have seven silvered arrows. Mm -hmm. Cool. The journey... Back up to 20. Yeah. After a fitful night's sleep for all involved, you awake in the morning and pack up camp and head 
further south. The road is long and winding and you have to the left the Shadowview Forest. The conversation ebbs and flows between the events of what has happened, what will happen, as that you get lower and lower, more south and more south. You do notice as a whole the temperature rises slightly, it's either a warm day or the walk south is increasing in temperature. You pass by a series of hills and mountains and valleys just to your right and a path becomes narrow and these rolling grass covered hills become slightly more muddy, slightly more murky and tufty, more Usrin and more Basingman Swamp than you've seen in other areas nearer Evesheim. The path curves round through the Shadowview Forest. The path has become better worn since you've passed Highhaven, which seems to note to you that the connection between Highhaven and Goldsview is quite well used. The path continues and you see a river passing underneath you as you pass over a small bridge. And finally you come to a T-junction almost in the road where you see a very clear sign. It's left for Goldview and then you see where should have been a sign right is where the post is coming out of the ground, it's been snapped off. So you don't know what is actually to the right, but after looking at the map, you know that would be the way to Blackmouth. That's the way for Blackmouth. As you take that right turn and start walking along the path, you can see off in the distance, it's probably another day's walk or so, you see the mountains of, the Skelroid Mountains in the distance, which the Sleep Guardian members of the party, the Erythian members of the party would know that that's what they call the Skullroy Mountains. And that within there, at the, door, at the gate of that almost, is where Blackmouth is. About 10 minutes down this path, you notice just off to the right, and these are kind of rolling tufts and mounds of hills that seem to adorn this path as you, as you make your way down. You see in the distance a small plume of black smoke rising, and two figures sat either side of the road. What would you like to do? Just walk on by them and ignore them and carry on with the journey. Sounds like we have to follow. That's your. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's because I know. One has. They both have cloaks. They're both wearing cloaks. They're sat around a small fire. One is sat very much, very, very upright, looking off into the distance. The other is turned directly to the upright figure, kind of leaning over and gesticulating quite a lot. What's your bird seeing? I can find out, and I will, don't throw a book in my face this time, and I'll drop my eyes and go into Nira, she'll shoot, I'll imagine she's somewhere around, mm -hmm. and she'll just take off and land on a branch overlooking their campfire. Claude will lean over to Folly and say, I really want to shove a book in his face now. <laughs> if he doesn't come back, then maybe we should. Great. What you see over there is the figure of a woman and a man sat next to a fire. One, the man, is trying to get the woman's attention by repeating phrases or trying to rhyme or trying to, he has a book out as well with a, with a quill, writing down notes and thinking and saying his thoughts out loud. The woman is silent, stoic, no expression on her face. She's just staring out down the road as this figure continues to kind of say words and phrases. Nothing that seems to make, speaking in common, but none of it really seems to make sense to you because it just seems something in speaking his thoughts out loud. I snap back to the group and I go, there's a man and a woman, the man seems quite annoying. Okay, well, I think our path takes us by these folk. Let's keep past situations to ourselves. 
Yeah. In particular, anything about the Onyx Reaver. I... We don't know much. The man was spoken in riddles, speaking in riddles. I don't know what that means, but we should be careful. Were they wearing any colours? Pop back in. <laughs> Do I notice anything military about them? Any colours, anything uniformal? You notice that under the cloak that the woman is wearing, she has some incredibly expensive looking armour on, which you only catch flashes of underneath her cloak. The man has a crossbow, but apart from that is dressed in interesting plumage, mm-hmm. but that of an upper class perhaps, but not dressed for military at all. You say man, do they both look human? Both look human, yes. Okay. Claude, oh sorry, you're in your bird. I drop His that and I go, uh, the woman is well armed. Tali now has the book in her hand, kind of half wielded, which she quickly puts down when you snap back in. The woman is well armed and the man appears to be um, eccentric. Well, let's go say hello. I oh. think maybe you go and say hello. We'll follow you. Or okay. we could just You're part of these lands. Or we could just walk past them. But they might have seen us there. Oh, that's a good point. But I don't want us to be obvious about our intentions. And I look pointedly at Claude. I might die soon, so I'm going to be sneaky. Sneaky's good. Don't yeah. cast alone the truth on yourself or whatever it is you called it. That would be bad. Yeah, and you won't die soon. Have faith in us. Okay. Remember the conversation we had earlier? Yeah. Have faith in us. I do. Then... Then sound like you believe it, because you sound like you don't. This is a weird thing, thinking your second death is on its way. Claude, the moment you met me, you almost had a second death on your way. Yeah. Having too many of those at the moment. I feel like you've learned to adapt with it. Maybe this is just who you are. Maybe dying's my thing. Maybe dying's your thing, but let's try and extend your life for now. Yeah, good idea. Okay. Right, we go in then? Yes. I want to say hello to the people. And we'll be behind you. And we'll be subtle, won't we, Claude? Yeah. Good. Tali, can you walk with him? I think if there's a man and a woman ahead, a man and a woman approaching, like for like matches, I don't know, maybe it sells the scene. (sighs) And plus you can keep tabs on him. Yeah, I'll just kick him in his armour if he starts, you know, being Claude. We'll be around, we'll be behind you. Okay, right. Let's go, Claude. Okay. And as you start to approach and walk up, you start to hear the same kind of riddles and rhymes being spoken by the man, and the woman still sat very upright, facing away from you or with her back to you. My arm is probably making a big clank. Clinkly clank, and when upon hearing that, the two figures would probably turn around and see this very strange combination of a short uh, ginger girl with a green cloak on and a book by her side and a very old man with a long beard stood there. I'll let you actually describe yourself in a minute. Sorry, Danny. And what do we see, Will and Casey? We go first, or? You can go. Okay, so you see, uh, sat there, you see a man, he has uh, red hair and a a red goatee. Uh, He's wearing knee-high brown boots with uh, some black leggings. He's got a blue shirt on that looks 
quite fancy in its materials. And over that is some a studded leather gambeson, which has actually been dyed red. So it's not a very subtle colour. It's this nice garish. And over his shoulder is draped this cloak, uh, sort of draped over one shoulder in sort of a quite of a sort of a, a court uh, style. Um, in his hand, he has a book and a very large quill pen. Uh, on his lap is also a hat with another large feather in it. And by his side is a satchel which um, couldn't be seen initially and out of it there is there's something, um, it's got pegs at the end and it looks quite a long neck with a large body and then there's another bag with that pipe sticking out of it. Um, and he's, uh, yes, and he's looking quite young. He looks very, almost in his early 20s. Um, and yes, he, he, he stopped talking, quill poised. And then all that. Um, and then sat on a bench or so, I imagine. Um, you see, sat uh, a blonde-haired lady, hair tied back. Um, she looks very regal. Um, she's got a helmet on, but you can still see the blonde wispy bits underneath her, her the helmet. She's got long navy blue robes on underneath. You can see all of her armour, really polished, clean. And you can also see on, on her robes, over the top of her robes, she's got uh, like a gold um, embroidered sort of emblem on as well. Um, and she's got a flail in one hand and a shield in the other that again is very polished and yeah, clean. And she looks very, um, probably not approachable, but she does, uh, she's, she's, she's prepared. She's sort of, she's on edge. Okay. Can um, we see from that distance the coat of arms? Uh, yes, I'm imagining you're only about 30 feet away okay. at this point, so you probably would have noticed that uh, that sigil. Yes, absolutely. You would have noticed the embroidered emblem that's on the sigil. And known that it represents what it does. Hi there! Hello. Uh, hello, traveller. I'll stand up straight away. Hello, travellers. Come. Come and join the fire! No, no, excuse me, we don't know who these people are. Oh, sorry. No, stand back, who are you? Yeah, what she said, stand back, Claude's, you vagabonds! Claude's ears have perked up and his uh, confused expression has fallen across his face. Can I get a little bit closer and investigate the clothing? You can try, I mean, she's told you to back off, but it's up to you, you can, you can move forward if you want to. Okay. Sorry. Uh, she did say back away, Claude. Don't, don't come any closer. Put my hands out, so I'm not going to go for a weapon. What's your name? What do you want? Your voice is strangely familiar. What do you mean? And what? What? Yeah. What? What sigil do I see? You see the sigil of royalty. Okay. Sleep guard royalty. So I'll drop to my knees straight away. Your Highness. I thought you were gone. What? Says Tarling, looking very confused. Allow me to present my friend Tarly of the Sword Coast. Hello. And my other friends. And I'll shout really loud, I'll cast Thaumaturgy on myself and turn around. <laughs> Drago of the Sword Coast. Robin of the Sword Coast. And Folly Fizzlebang the Ninth. We are your loyal subjects. Come uh, out of the trees everyone, it's safe. What the hell is he doing? Loyal subjects, why? Uh, Claude, why are you on your knees? Uh, this, if you will allow me to present your highness, is the princess of Sleepguard. 
Ha, I'm very happy to see you again. Thank you. I, I could have actually introduced myself if you'd have allowed oh, me to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she can introduce herself. Yeah, and I could have introduced her as well. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, royalty. I didn't know Sleekguard had royalty. Yes, you did. I mean, that statue was of a king. So... King Leopold II, my former master. This is his daughter. Oh, well. Living. I didn't know they had living royalty. All right, that makes well, sense. surprise. I'm here. A surprise indeed. Drago, it's customary that you lower your stance a little bit when you first meet the Queen. I would appreciate it as a favour for all the times I stopped you dying. Just bow once, please. Tali's done a little kind of a curtsy and bow out of politeness. Just I, I, I one will, time. Your Highness, and I'll nod towards Drago as if to say, for a suit. <sighs> a slight tiny inclination of the head, nothing more. Such growth. Um, and I will I will obviously bow my head and, and yeah, recognition that you've all you've all been polite. You appear to keep strange company, Princess. Who is your companion? So at um, this uh, yeah, okay, at this yeah. point uh, my character will uh, step forward, uh, place his hat back on his head, put down his notepad, and then take his hat off and dramatically bow and say, May I present myself Karstan, Finbin, Valhorn, Bard, extraordinaire, at your very humble service. I am so pleased. Dragonborn, two humans, a midget and a little one. Hmm. I'm hmm. sorry, did he just call me a midget? Hmm. You would, we, would, we were told about a dragonborn, an elf and a midget. Oh, we were, you're right. We were. Yes. Um, I was going to make a joke about it. Oh. Uh, dragonborn walked into a bar, says, why the long face? Oh, no, it doesn't quite work. I'm going to work oh, on that. Excuse no, me, no, Master no, no, Bard. No. Don't mention jokes and bars at the moment. Um. Yes, no, can I just actually mention that we were told by someone that we met upon our travels... We, we were, yes. yes. ...that we might come across... Was it an elf? ...a dragonborn, two humans and a midget. Um, was um, that person an elf? And, um, Please stop calling they, me a midget. They, sorry, apologies. Sorry, someone midget. called Kelson a cartographer. Oh. Um, he said to tell you that he's sorry and that he's going to try and make it up to you. And yeah, and that he was yeah he he, he was going to leave. He's taking a note back to my mum for me. Okay, well, um, there's a lot of information going on here. So you bumped into Kelsan. You, Where you did know he? I fortunately we know him from from the north, Your Highness, from Evershire. We've just come from there. Oh. Oh, what's it like? It's well cold, miserable. Everything's on fire. Uh, it's a lot of on fire. Was he mentioned something, didn't he? He did mention about his shop being. I'm surprised yes. we're mentioning it, to be honest. Oh, uh, I mean, I assume the city's still within. It, it, it was a ter- terrible lightning storm, you see, and it just yeah. kind of hit some buildings. Yes, it really caught on fire. How horrible! Oh yes, Wasn't I'm it? sorry. Drago. Apparently, the. Uh, there's gangs in that city that don't like each other, that expedites things as well in this. Aye, Tali's like nodding really vehemently now. Yeah, the cold rats, they, they're the ones that, with the fire, with the, there was the fire with the, they made. It, yeah. It, everyone, I'm now turning to the Erythia, well, the, the OG party, if we're calling them that. You're in the presence of someone that I trust more than most in the entire Erith. We can be honest with Her Royal Highness. Out there we have mega truck. Oh, that sorry. is not my name. Don't do it! Don't do it! No one do it! No one do it! I I want to do an insight check to see are they telling us the truth? 
Okay, give me an insight check. Yeah, it's past the 21, so if they want to try and deceive as me. As far as you are aware, this is a group of travellers who, who were not expecting to run into the people they are and seem to be on the street. So they're being, so when she's saying that, yes, it was a cold round there, about the story they're telling. Oh, right, that, no, you read right through that. She's yeah. lying, there's something else there. Cool. Yeah. Fine. You know she's from, the, you know they definitely... Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. You caught the look that Drago had given this, sorry, the Dragonborn had given this woman. Yeah. And uh, assume that they have some cool. to do with it. Okay, that's fine. Of course, you might trust this person, but we have deep-seated trust issues at the moment. Drago, I trust the Sleep God family more than anyone I know, including you. Fair enough. That's probably a very smart thing, but let's be cautious still. It's just this one I don't know, and I'm pointing at the bard. And yeah, I agree. My lady, why are you not travelling with an escort of rank? Uh, I, I, I've got rank. It's bard. My um, my guard seemed well. He he had other um, he had other plans. He he had to move on. He had to go back. And I. So pretty... now I'm left with this idiot. Uh, I, I am pretty useful as a knight of the realm. You're still yet to prove to me your uses. Uh, well, well. Okay, I did. All right. As a knight, if you say so, Your Majesty. <laughs> as a knight of the realm, would you require the assistance of our travelling cohort? Uh, Claude, a word. What are you doing? I'm sorry, but the Royal Highness is in the wilderness with an idiot. Um, I resemble that mark. You resemble what? that mark. No, no, I resent that mark. Yeah, that one. He's not very good with words for a bard, is he? In Shut what, up! In which oh. direction are you travelling, Princess? Well, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was best to um, stay here, just to keep warm and think about our next moves. What was without, your first move? Well, without my guard, I, I need to think for myself. We, we were travelling south, you she? Well, yes, but again, I'd prefer it if we kept our business to ourselves. Oh, yeah, like, like they're doing. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. I think that makes sense. Do you know where Kelson was going? He left. Obsidia! Oh, he took our advice and left Sleeker. Yeah, it's why he's taking a letter home to my mum. Oh, are you yes, from Obsidia? Yes, I wasn't really listening to him. Are you from Obsidia? Yeah. Ah, we're, we're, we don't know that area particularly well, so... Great. Good to know. Well, you do know that I, I fought with Obsidianus. Is that oh. where you went for the last few years? Yes, that's where I've been. What, excuse me, how do you know me? Other oh. than the fact that I'm royalty. You mustn't recognise me, my lady, without my executioner's mask on. One moment and I'll reach into my bags and I'll put on my executioner's Sorry mask. Sorry about this, he has a habit of doing it. And then I'll pull out my, oh my axe of goodness. sleep guard. And my, my character is so uh, cast in a st- He steps out in front of, her, uh, of the princess and like, I'll protect you, Majesty, don't worry. No, I, I know him. Draws his sword as soon as you start moving towards. <laughs> well, no, I've, I've, no, I've stepped in front of the princess because he's put an executioner's hood on and get his axe out. I, I know him. You knew my father. Yes, I am Sir Coldheart, formerly the royal executioner of your father. Yeah. Not your father's executioner. I served your father yes, as his personal. Execu- I know what you meant. Yeah, and I'm a big, big best friend of your brother. Lucian. Really? Yeah. We talking about oh. Lucian Blightbane. We talking about the same Lucian that we've encountered. I, I've not encountered Lucian. You've not met him yet. 
I want to write a book about him. I can tell you lots of stories. <gasps> Brilliant! Are we talking about Blightbane? Yes. He used to be Lucian Sleepguard, the first in line to the throne. And he's your brother? Yes. Is he with the um, Halfdom search? He's leading the search, yes. Didn't we not meet him at... Uh, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. You Didn't have not met Lucian. You would know if you met Lucian, he's great. Oh, you mean the tiefling? Yeah, him. No, that was Garnier. Oh, we he is of the Obsidian. He is of the Obsidianus, who, as I understand, Your Highness, you also work with. Well, that's what I've just said. That's true. She did. You say that? Yeah, she did. Makes perfect sense to me. Right. Well, where where are you all off to then? Is 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 it west, we're, south, north? We're going to Goldview. No, we're going to Blackmouth, Your no, Highness. I thought we were light on. Not to not to her. Royal Highness, we are not lying. Claude, I think we need to have words in a bit. Right, well then I should I should tell you that we're going to Blackmouth too. <laughs> so it seems silly if we do not travel together. Yeah, uh, uh, a road shared is a road safely made. Yeah, okay. Yes. To that point, that our road is not safely made most of the time. Princess. Right, but, but altogether we would probably best travel. We would protect one another. Your Highness, I would... Consider it an honour to accompany you to Blackmouth. Listen, whenever we get there, we'll go about our business our own way. Um, Just to warn you, though, uh, our, our road is dangerous. <gasps> really? The road behind me has not been very safe either, so I'm not afraid of danger. I will justice towards um, your... And I'll just uh, yeah, your, fling your, my flail. Your flail and yeah. your armour, and I, I go, that's some rather fine armour and some fine weaponry. Your Majesty, I trust you know how to use it. Well, precisely. This conversation is gearing up to a yes. Uh, and this, uh, this, uh, the sound of all this adventure and this, this quest talk, um, uh, my character Carson, he's looking particularly excited and enthusiastic at this. At I this don't moment. like this one for a start. <gasps> if this one is passable, are we saying that they're allowed to come with us? Does he have to come? E yes. Oh. Yes. I kind of like him. Ah, oh, thanks, hey, little don't, one. Don't talk to me. Oh. Well, he can walk with you then, can't he? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I have been with him the past few days, and uh, he's an idiot, but he, he's not too bad of company, if I'm honest. Uh, what? Looking at Robin here pointedly, are we allowing more people to travel with us? So at this point, Carter sort of popped beside Robin and just shaking <laughs> his head, furiously nodding. I would look to Claude and I would go, I assume there's no scenario where you're not going to allow them to travel with us. As a knight of the realm, I refuse to let Her Royal Highness travel accompanied by someone like that. <laughs> we can't, I, we can't I will also it. give you a tip. If you're ever struggling to sleep, just get him to talk. <laughs> and, um, I'm and really good at helping people sleep. Yes. We can't do this alone, Drago. No, you can't, if, Drago. If Claude's going to leave, Folly, what are your thoughts on this? We're both going to Blackmouth. Why won't you let me do my duty as a knight to protect a member of the royal family? Look, I don't know this land. I'm trying to say this quietly, but it's hard in Drago's voice. So you guys will be out of here. Yeah. And we've been through a lot. How can I Drago. just allow people just to join us? Listen, I, I can hear every word you're saying. Don't don't worry about having us part of your company. We'll we'll go on our own. Please, I beg you, Your Highness. One moment. Okay, Let me this seems like a good plan to me. Let me speak to my associate. You just walk on that side, and we'll walk on this side. Well, we'll be on our way. I like having another girl in the group. Please, everyone, just one moment, and I'm going to turn over, grab Drago by the scruff. Presumably, oh. he'll slap me away. Yeah. <laughs> 
One second, in private. Please, Drago, I will say your name correctly. Please. You want to have a second with me? Yes. Alone? Yes. Don't ever do that again. Okay. You can have a second, yes? Right, so presumably we'll just... I will not turn my back on the Queen, so I'll be uh, on the Princess, so I'll be, like, edging backwards. Well, while that's happening, I would go to Folly. So, Folly, your thoughts on this? Do you have a say in this, too? At this point, Folly is literally... All the talking that's been going off, he's put his rucksack down, he's basically been sat on it like a bench himself, just watching this entire thing unfold. It's like, I have absolutely no idea what's going off anymore. <laughs> why are we taking strangers with us? Who are these bloody people? I mean, why, why is... Claude's so obsessed with them, I just don't understand. Your guess is as good as mine. Let, 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 let the conversation play out. It's Drago, I'm sure we'll be able to at least hear one side of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just quickly rock over, rock over to Drago and Elfia. Oh, I'm saying that. I'm just saying that. Drago, we'll just quickly pass over to Drago and Claude. So Robin, Claude then. Claude would be Claude. Claude. Are, you, are you out of earshot? No. No. I just wanted to... No, no, no. I was yeah. checking. Sorry. Draco, I have watched this woman grow up from being a child to who she is now. I have protected their family as long as I have been a knight of the realm. I do not wish for her to fall in the woods because she is being accompanied by a baboon. <laughs> baboon. One of those words is correct. <laughs> uh, would you please just allow her to travel with us to Blackmouth? And I would have upheld my duty as a knight. I would say that think of it as a time when you protected that village. If you had one of those villagers lost in the woods, you would help them get to safety, yes? Yes. That's all I ask. Claude. Yeah. She's your responsibility. Absolutely. You trust her? As I said, the one, the one group of people I trust more than... Our team minus Alfin fucking is the Sleep Guard royal family. You can understand why I'm a bit hesitant. I absolutely can. And you understand that we need to trust each other. And I'm saying that I trust the princess with my life. My second and my third and any more that might come. Okay, I trust you. But she's your responsibility. Thank you. Okay. So, what have we decided on then? Draco? By this time, I think that me and you will have probably just died walking. Uh, yeah, I'm following. I'll probably have caught up. I tried to catch up, yeah. They're, Wait! They're leaving. A what? Listen, we, we don't want to get into a, a, a kerfuffle about it. No, no kerfuffle. I, I guess take good care of myself. I misspoke. I am. Um, looks at Claude. Sorry. About my brashness. If you would like to accompany us to Blackmouth, it would... your... your... I mean, your, it would be great to accompany you, but the, it is a company. You, we welcome your... Folly, take over. Folly, take over. I believe what the Dragonborn is saying, Matty, that he would welcome us sharing the path and the mutual benefits that come within that. We welcome right. your company. I think your friend seems to like to speak quite a lot and maybe your ears could do with a rest. Well, uh, thank you. Yes, just, you will do him no harm. Absolutely not, Your Highness. No harm? 
Paul, you can still do that that shut the fuck up thing, can't you? Uh, you know, you did on Drago where you stop him moving. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. We can talk about that when we have a moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> just checking, you can still do that. Because he likes like stories. So if you've got any, Drago's full of them. <gasps> really? No. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, are oh. we moving on or are we resting? Yes. Do you have any food? We're quite well. well I, know, I mean, I'm I'm quite we've happy. got we've got rations, but yeah, it's not it's not like. Why are you in the wilderness without any food or provisions? Well, we we, we have, but I I can't. Well. I mean, uh, and she doesn't carry a lot, so I have to share mine. Let's make camp then. Yes, we. Something's we not anywhere. right. I can find us something to eat, though I will need some assistance. Drago, you look like you can. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so you guys go off to hunt and stay in the camp for a few more hours. This is where we're camping. Is it? Is it? Well, the rain's falling and we're not getting hit by it, so it's as good a place as any. Well, sure, I mean, we've only been here an hour or so. Yeah, we, we don't just set up. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll wait here and you guys, guys go find some food? Mm-hmm. Nice. So Polly, can you make a fire? Uh, we've already got one, it's right here. here Look. Already. Folly, can you make a better fire? Charlie, hey, Charlie you I, have that create bonfire thing you do, don't you? I use control flames on the bonfire and just double it in size. Ooh. It's just more of a wow. pointed, like, this is what we can do. Type yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, I know what you're trying to do. You got and it. just for the hell of it, uh, just to kind of show as well, I'm going to cast... Fireball. Laptop levitation. Fireball! <laughs> 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 that for a bonfire, bitch? <laughs> they're all on fire! No, not kind of what I meant to do. Um, I'm also going to use my second control flames and just do like a little fire show as well, just to go on and create uh, an animal, a dragon, out of the fire and just have it fly around nice. a little bit. Wow. Oh, I've never seen that before. Carson's going to be like sketching. Entertaining. In his book. That's amazing. So you guys, uh, Drago and Robin, you're off. You just popped off hunting, okay. Um, so can you both, can one of you roll survival with advantage, please? To see if you can catch anything in the wild? Should we yeah. both roll rather than advantage? Come no, yeah, roll one each for the one off. Sure. I you do well. <laughs> 24. Yeah, we'll take hits. What would you roll? <laughs> Seven. Ooh, lordy. <laughs> yeah. As you're walking... Uh, eight, rather. Eight. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a difference. As you're walking out, conversation can take place as well, but you do manage to finally come across a rather young-looking pair of Ooh. rabbits. What do you oh. think? Pair of what do you I was going to say, Casey. Young-looking <laughs> pair of... Oh. Casey. I'd like to say um, thanks to Dory as well. Good. You can let me finish first. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can wait. You can wait. 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 I feel like Sorry. I'm back at school. You can wait till I'm finished. Sorry. You cannot go to the toilet now. Wait till the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> you... Do happen to come across a pair of. Remember that? Pair of wallets. A pair of wallets in the wild. They're quite plump uh, and juicy. No, um, and ready to ready to mash them. Stick them in a stew. Stick them in a stew. Pull potatoes. You come across a pair of rabbits. The you say pair of potatoes. Potatoes. You go with two potatoes. This line is going to be the death of you. You come across two rabbits, which you manage to quickly and easily kill with your iron arrows, which you recover both of. And you find those two animals, yes. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I love how I did that when you rolled brilliantly and I rolled yeah, a turn. I, I have a feeling that you were walking and Robin, you might have been yeah. looking down whilst yeah. we were talking. I, and in. I would have. So yeah. I had eyes up and would have gone there and you would have yeah. gone. Yeah. No way, I'd butcher <laughs> my sword. <Yeah. laughs> There's no chance. You're like roadkill. Did yeah. it in the ground. <laughs> was there something you wanted to talk about whilst you two were out? I don't like it either, Drago, but we do need Claude, and Claude was quite insistent we're not going anywhere without them. Uh, no, I agree. Claude is helpful. I'm just a bit on edge, I guess. He um, hasn't seen fit to mention the Onyx really yet, so I don't think it's 
top of Claude's priority. Yeah, maybe I know. We, I'm very much hoping we keep that to ourselves. Maybe we keep the Onyx Reader to ourselves. Just with everything that's gone on, I don't know. Let's keep our family small. I agree. Um, the Bard's going to be an annoyance. We've dealt with annoyance before. Claude. Folly. <laughs> I feel like we can, uh, we've become experts at it somehow. This is true. Do you remember Plus, the guy with um, muscles? What was his name? He was meant to show us around the sword coast. What was his name? I can't even remember, but he, he, he left. And I was you know, the sword coast feels like a long time ago, actually. It does. It's strange. I haven't thought about it all that much until I heard about my father and, and Sayanga. It's kind of brought old memories back to the surface. Must be the same with you. My uh, sister is alone on the Sword Coast with I'm here, and I think about it daily, but... We've got a job to do here. As you say, we do have a job to do. And I guess we'll um, both keep an eye on the newest members of our travelling party, as it would seem. And the old ones. We owe it to Tali to get her home. I, I feel guilty every day that she's somehow been caught in this. Maybe have a word with her later. Catch up with her. See how she's doing. She's not the. We're not the only ones that will be affected by Elthea's deception. Anything or everything is best coming from you here in regards to Tali. Maybe. I am not the sentimental sort. Maybe that's a good thing, Drago. I. I should have seen this coming, Elthea. I. I blame myself. Try and put that in the past. A time will come where we will answer for his crimes and his sins, but right now, let's just focus on the Onyx Reaver. I draw the blade out. Ghostbane. This all seemed to stem from him not liking us claiming another name to this blade, so I'll do this for him. The blade still has his name on it, and I'll put it away. Should we find some rabbits? Agreed. And you do manage to, as I said before, find two rabbits and manage to bring them back to the camp. And as you start to approach the camp, and the rain starts to pick up and batter down heavily upon you as you approach the canopy, which is going to be your rest, you do look over the remaining people in your party. You see the bard, the princess, the knight, the gnome, and the young girl, Satarang, conversing and realise for the first time this is a strange kind of group. And this is people that are, you, are, you feel responsible for. And as you start to get into earshot, you start to hear some of the conversations that Karstan is having, the put-downs that this princess who's, oh, has given her name, Helena, is giving in response, and the others all kind of joining in. And as you just approach back and they turn to you to hold up the rabbits, that's where we're going to end this week's episode of The Fellowship at the Tabletop with a large seven-person group finally together. Imagine. Welcome back, Will. Welcome back, Casey, again. It's been a, a week since we've last yes. heard from you. Yeah. One week. Yeah. So lovely to, hear, lovely to have you back again in the fold. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you all very much for listening. We appreciate you taking your time out of your everyday week just to listen to our disembodied voices coming out of the speakers into your minds. That's weird. Wow.
Anyway, you make I don't know where I was going with that. Make it weird every week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I make it memorable every week, like we all do with our characters. Welcome to the party, Casey. I know you've been in it before, but this is the first time where you've met everyone, and this is it. Well, everyone is here, as Mark mentioned. It's good to have you on board. Anyway, if you wanted yeah. to keep in touch with the podcast for a reason, you can do so at Fellowship Table. That's our Twitter handle. Use it, abuse it, share it, and like it. You can then follow us all individually if you wanted to. You can follow me at iRolder1. You can follow Darren at... DarrenPage06. You can follow... Exterminate. Exterminate. You can follow Will at... At Natural20Will. You can follow Danny at... Total Party Thrills. You can follow Callum at... BD20Gamer. You can follow our newest member at... Unicorn Crit. Such a cool name. At Unicorn Crit. And you can follow our glorious, wonderful, majestic DM at Hastily Roll DM. Until next time, guys. In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the up as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Various boutiques and offices, the plaza boasts a new exhibition space, famous Pete Mummy, and a much needed cash injection into local secondary school, Anna Kingsford College. Hello. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, and there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that... Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. Listen on your preferred podcatcher... And follow us on Twitter at Brits underscore bikes. Keep on biking.